Welcome to Saturday Story Circle, always on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. And now, Faux Fiction Audio brings you another case from the spiral-bound and sticky note files of Mickey McKinney, Boy Detective. Mickey McKinney, with his feisty partner Sam Hayes and the school's mad scientist Burners, solve the cases that plague the halls of Maple Ridge Middle School. No case too small, no pet or project too lost, when this detective team is on the job! Half a league. Half a league. Half a league onward. All in the Valley of Death rode the 600. Forward the Light Brigade. Charge for the guns, he said. Into the Valley of Death rode the 600. Tennyson. The name's McKinney. Mickey McKinney. I apologize for getting so dramatic this early in the season. And did I say 600? Well, I meant three, meaning your well-known detective team of Sam, Burners, and myself. With the occasional help from our supporting cast. And I suppose you couldn't really call us soldiers either. And the bikes we rode to school weren't really horses, nor did we have any weapons. Unless you count Sam, of course, who was a danger to everyone if you got between her and the newest baseball card. But the Valley of Death was real. Extremely real. There is an enemy lurking in the halls of Maple Ridge Middle School, and we three were out gathering arms to bust him out of the shadows. How long is he gonna do this? He's wrapping up. Give him a minute. Which brings us to the present, and the council of war held in the dusty broom closet that served as our office. Welcome back. Your hat is still out of style, you need a haircut, and you've got half a chocolate bar smeared on your face. However, I do like that shirt you're wearing. Thank you, he said, waiting for the inevitable insult. I'm amazed you found something in your size. Did you have to go to Build-A-Bear, or did you raid Barbie and Ken's closet? And there it is. And now, if you finish with the remind Mickey how small he is portion of the day, can we get back to work? What are our plans for our mystery prankster? Don't look at me! I'm just a crazy science girl! But I'm feeling ready to give this guy a taste of his own medicine. That goes double for me. Well, I guess that's unanimous then. Burners, you've been keeping track of the evidence we got on them, right? <laughs> Have I been keeping track? I've got a paper trail that could go across the entire state of cases I can link to him, not to mention that partial picture we got of him on that last case. But, uh, we've still got a problem. We don't know who he is? Bingo! The software I got from my friend can give us the most likely options of what the rest of his face looks like. But then we still have to get a positive identification to time to the crimes, and uh, most of the people who he talked to were in communication through email and text message. I mean, I, I tried to track the messages, by the way, but the text messages came from a burner phone and the email account was deleted. Wait, remember that one case we worked with the lab accidents and the computer virus? Yeah, sure. We had to stop burners from getting expelled. That girl, what was her name? Uh, Jenny. She seemed closer to him than the rest of the puppets. I bet she could identify him. I think she's in a different school now. And anyway, she seemed too loyal to give him up. Crazy, but loyal. Give me five minutes. I'm sure I can change that. Sam, no. We're better than that. We don't beat up subjects just to get information. Maybe I'll just scare her into talking. And sooner or later she'd call your bluff and then we'd have nothing. Besides, maybe we'll find someone else to use as a witness. 
And maybe you'll be the tallest man in the world. I thought we finished insulting my height for the day. I'm trying, but every time I look in your direction, it just comes out. You two can keep fighting. I, uh, I gotta head out. What? Why? The junior science fair is being held in the gym tomorrow. I have to go set up my project. Oh, well, we'll have to come brew for you tomorrow. Really? Uh, I mean, uh, no, no, it's, it's fine. You don't have to. Besides, I've won the last two years in a row. Uh, this one's pretty much in the bag. Well, then we'll be there to watch you win. Yeah, I might have plans. Ah, but it's a Saturday. Okay, fine, fine. I'll be there. Thanks, guys. That really means a lot. See you tomorrow. If my arm turns out to be broken tomorrow, I'm blaming you. In case you didn't notice, McDumbo, that science fair means a lot to Burners. And, as her friends, it's our job to be there to give her support. Well, excuse me for missing the memo. Besides, all those kids and projects in one gym, doesn't that seem like the perfect opportunity for our prank master to wreak a little havoc? Fine. In the interest of preserving law and order, I'll forego my morning cartoons. Where is it again? Wow, this is quite the turnout. I didn't know so many kids were participating. I snagged a pamphlet on the way in. It's actually the 15th annual contest between Maple Ridge and our sister schools, Maple View and Rocky Point Middle School. Hey, are you listening? Uh, oh cool, hey, homemade potato chips. Why do these taste funny? If you'd read the sign, you'd see these are actually made from mushrooms. Hmm, apparently this is an experiment to help promote healthier snacks. Mushroom chips? Uh, <laughs> I, I suddenly lost my appetite. Here, Mick, I'll take them. Can't be any worse than the fried ants I tried in Mexico. Mmm, bacon flavor. You sure you don't want some? They're full of vitamins, antioxidants, fiber... I'm good, thanks. You've eaten ants? And grasshoppers, and stink bugs. Everyone should eat them. They're very high in protein. Uh, I'll take your word for it. They've even got versions dipped in chocolate that you might like, McSweet Tooth. Strangely, still not interested. Bug breath. Excuse me? What did you call me? Hey, look, there's burners over there. <laughs> Let's go say hi. Oh no, you're not getting away that easy. Watch it! Jenny? Jenny? Well, well, didn't think this would be your sort of event. Isn't there a suspect for you to interrogate? Yeah, I'm looking at her. Sweetheart, unless it's a crime to stand here, I haven't done anything wrong. I was expelled two months ago. Remember? Which makes me wonder what you're doing here now. What's the prank master up to, Jenny? Sam, maybe you should keep your voice down. People are starting to stare. Your BF's right, Samantha. Don't want too many people to notice what's going on. Especially if... I start doing this. Oh, ow, you're hurting me, please. I don't know why you're mad at me. Just let go. I'm not even squeezing you, you baby. Oh, hey, it's okay, everyone. Just uh, just a minor disagreement over, over who's hot or not. Sam, let her go before we get into trouble. She's the one faking it. Okay, Jenny, truce, all right? Truce. Everyone let go of each other and take five steps back, Sam. Fine, but this isn't over. I couldn't agree more. 
It's all right, everyone. We're fine. I'll see you two later. Toodles. Breathe. I don't need to breathe. I'm fine. Except you're crushing your bag of chips. Huh? Oh. I guess I am. Let's go get you a new bag. Unless you prefer some fried caterpillars. One of these days, I'm going to sneak some into your fries and I bet you won't even notice. And to quote you, and one day I'll be the tallest man in the world. There you guys are! What is that commotion about? We just ran into an old friend. Jenny. Jenny's here? And you didn't try to stop her? Tried. She made like a damsel in distress and we had to let her go. Great. I'd better keep my eyes open for anything exploding on us. Oh, uh, guys, this is my friend Tracy. Tracy Reed from Rocky Point. She's been entering this contest as long as I have. But Jamie here wins every year while I come in second. Hey, but it was really close out last year. That solar-powered cell phone charger was awesome. This could be your year. Yeah, fingers crossed. So these are the detective friends you told me about? Sam Hayes, nice to meet you. The clueless one who still thinks it's 1940 is my partner, Mickey. Uh, fun fact, the fedora was actually created in 1882 as a hat for women. It was only until 1924 when Prince Edward started wearing them that they began to be made for men, too. You had me at the fedora used to be a hat for women. <laughs> wow, you weren't kidding. They really do fight a lot. They're actually on their best behavior right now. Hey guys, check out my project for the contest. A beaker? Sorry, Burners, but I uh, think someone beat you to the punch there. Oh, really? Hold this for a second, will you, Mickey? Oh, and be very careful. Uh, I, I really don't think that's a good idea. Ah! Oh, jeez, Burners, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I really did Wait, why didn't it break? <laughs> oh, man, you should have seen your face. Priceless. Oh, Burners, I'm so sorry. Classic. You made an unbreakable beaker? That's right. Who's a genius? Oh, me. I was sick of all the times Mickey kept breaking stuff, so I invented an unbreakable new polycarbonate material that can endure extreme heat without melting and is also more environmentally friendly. Ladies and Mickey, may I present the Burns Beaker? Patent pending, of course. Soon as it's approved, I'm thinking of updating everything else in the lab. Cool. Does that mean I can visit the lab on my own now? No. Wow. You really outdid yourself this year, Jamie. I don't know if I can come close to beating you. Aw, don't sell yourself short, Tracy. Come on, show us what you got. Well, all right. It's not half as cool, but I've got it under this tarp here until the judging starts. Ta-da! Is it invisible? No. Oh my gosh. My project's been stolen! What I wouldn't give for a kit so I could dust for fingerprints. Hey Sam, I don't suppose you have some makeup powder in a brush. What, you think because I'm a girl I carry that kind of stuff around in my cargo pants? It would have been nice if you did. Well, maybe Santa will bring you some for Christmas to go with your girly hat. The fedora was only girly from 1882 to 1924. Then it became a symbol of masculinity. Hey, maybe you'll be masculine in 42 years, too. Oh, here. The booth next to us was using baking soda for their project. Will this do? Perfect. Sam, I hope you're taking notes. This is how a real partner should act. 
Darn. I would, but I think I left my pen with my non-existent makeup. Uh, Tracy, can you think of anyone who might want to steal your project? We should start interrogating suspects, provided these two can behave. I don't think so. Well, maybe whoever came in third or fourth last year, but unless they could beat you, they'd only get as far as second place. Wait, maybe they were planning to take Burner's project. I mean, your inventions are in the same place, and unless she was showing it off to everyone, the thief wouldn't know which one to take. You're right! Usually each contestant has their own booth, but since there were so many entries this year, almost everyone had to share. So someone meant to steal Burner's project and took Tracy's instead. Oh, this is bad. They might steal more projects in order to wipe out the competition. And we all know someone who would fight dirty in order to get first place. And since one of his minions is already here... Why that little creep? Um, am I missing something? Let's just say, we have a common enemy who likes to make things difficult for us. Don't worry, Tracy. We'll get your project back before the judging starts. You're being awfully quiet. Aren't you going to throw in your two cents? Well, I can't find any fingerprints on the case that aren't Tracy's. So, it could be our guy. He'd be smart enough to wear gloves. Though I'd feel more certain about it if something exploded on us. If something does explode, I'm blaming you. I hate to light a fire under you guys, but we only have a few hours until the judging starts. We'll do our best. Let's go, Sam. Sam? Where'd she go? Testing, testing, one, two, three. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Chase. (coughs) This, this is Chase. (coughs) Chase, Chase. This is, this is. This, this is Chase Matthews, the annual Junior Science Fair. My God, is this my life. Why, Chase Matthews. I thought I recognized that bad hairdo. Enjoying the sound of your own voice. Sydney West. You're hosting this event as well? Of course you are. What can I say? This little school loves me. It makes my heart so warm on the inside to be surrounded by so many wonderful fans. Fans? Or stepping stones? Now, Pumpkin, don't be jealous. Ah! Watch where you're going! Sorry, trying to catch a friend. Poor soul must not have a thought under that ponytail. The name's Hayes. Sam Hayes. Oh, come on. You know as well as I do that there's only one person behind this. The fact that McSlowpoke was taking longer to figure that out just meant that he was having a slow day. Which meant that I had to apprehend the culprit before she got away. Jenny, what's it been? Ten minutes and you're already causing trouble? Gotta say, I have to admire your work ethic. I thought we went over what happens when you bother me. Look around, precious. We're in the loudest area of the gym. No one will notice if you start crying. So, did you finally get off your leash, or did you run off on your own? Unless you want me to use you for a basketball, I'd start talking. You were told to steal Burner's science project, weren't you? Your geek friend? Why would I do that? You expect me to believe you're just here for fun? If you must know, my cousin invited me. I wouldn't be caught dead in this place otherwise. Your cousin goes to this school? 
What's their name? Testy, aren't you? All right, I'm feeling generous. It's Sam. Before you do anything rash, violence is not the answer. Ah, oh, my knight in shining armor. I don't suppose you have a mint for her dragon breath, do you? Uh, no. Though that might be because she had some stink bugs for breakfast. Ew! <laughs> you know, I am great at multitasking. I bet I can hurt you both at the same time. What's that noise? Looks like there's a commotion around the food booths. Might be another prank. Or this could be a distraction so she can get away. Or get another shot at stealing Burner's project for her master since she messed up the first time. Sweetie, I think you've been eating too many bugs. Unless I can be in two places at once, I'm obviously not the one you're looking for. She's got a point. You go ahead. I still don't trust her. Look, since you're even more clueless than usual, I'll throw you a bone. If my master, as you call him, wanted to steal that nerd's project, he wouldn't make a mistake on the target. If he wanted that project gone, it'd be gone. <laughs> Nobody's perfect, princess. And if you think your master couldn't be behind this because he's too smart to make a mistake, I've got a heck of a reality check coming for you because we've got a picture of what he's capable of. And I must say, I am not impressed. You're hiding something, aren't you? We're wasting time here. We have to go. Fine. But Jenny, if I find out you're behind this, you're going to be very sorry. Bye then! A scene of confusion and chaos casts its spell over the junior science fair today, folks. A mysterious prankster managed to set a cooker of mushroom chips on overload, peppering the unsuspecting crowd with nutritious but hot projectiles. Meanwhile, the questions of the public still remain unanswered. Who is this mysterious culprit? What was his nefarious purpose? And when will this enormous windbag finally stop talking? Had to ruin my moment, didn't you? I'm just keeping it interesting, Sugar Pea. There you are! Where have you been? Well, well, what are the odds, ladies and gents? Mickey McKinney, Maple Ridge's very own private detective, is here on the scene. And let's not forget the other half of this dynamic duo, Sam Hayes, who last night led the Maple Ridge Mountain Lions to another victory. Let's focus on the situation at hand. Mickey, any bright insight you want to share with me? Or me? Everyone move back at least ten steps so we can work. Except you, Sydney. Move back 20. What? Excuse me? On second thought, just keep moving back until I say stop. I think your shallowness is affecting my crime-solving abilities. You heard the detective, Sydney. Keep moving back. Might be a moot point to have everyone move back, Sam. Most of the evidence probably got trampled when everyone panicked. Maybe. But it was still fun to watch Sydney look like she was going to explode. Burners, were you around to see what happened? Um, not much. I was at the booth when the chip machine went nuts and everyone panicked. Any way to know what caused it to go out of control? I think I have the answer over here. Check out what's attached to the machine. I'm not really an expert at technology, but I'd say this looks suspicious, don't you think? What the heck is that thing? Couldn't say offhand, though it looks like some sort of supercharger thing. Looks like it might have increased the power levels in the chip machine, so it overloaded. Though I'd have to take it apart to be sure. 
So, is this something that the prank master would do? Jeez, where have you been? Oh, I told Jamie I was going to the bathroom. Well, Mick, I think it's time we had another talk with Jenny, wouldn't you say? I... I don't think it's her, Sam. I mean, she was with us when this went off. Hey, looks like this thing would have had five minutes to cause an overload. So, she probably had plenty of time to get away. Ha! Looks like she doesn't have an alibi after all. Let's go get her. Right behind you guys. Wait, aren't we going to discuss this? Fine. You want a discussion? I think she's guilty. Me too! Tracy? Me? Oh, uh, well, it makes sense. And I'm saying something just doesn't feel right. Remember what Jenny said? The prank master doesn't mistake. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm sure Jenny also thinks he's so perfect he can turn coal into diamonds and sneeze gold dust. We're still going to talk to her. Fine, but I'm going to stay here and look for more clues. Suit yourself. I thought they'd never leave. What? What are you doing here? Relax, I'm just a messenger this time. Here. A, a phone? Yeah, thanks, I already have one. This one is... special. You call that number and all your questions can be answered. What is this? You're helping me? I couldn't care less. But apparently you've aroused a certain someone's curiosity. So don't do anything stupid like trying to trace the number, because I can assure you, you'll regret it. Ciao, Mickey! You're leaving? Well, here I go down the rabbit hole. Hello? Mickey McKinney, I'm not sure you call me. Prankmaster. Has anyone told you that your subterfuge act is a little excessive? Better to be forewarned and forearmed. But I didn't give you that phone from exchange insults. Jenny tells me someone is creating chaos in my name. It's not like they signed their work, but some people think it's you. Not one of them? I've been studying your methods since you started harassing my friends. And these incidents don't have your usual M.O. Don't be. I'm just stating the facts. Even when you're out for revenge, it's never been this obvious. You'll either make it look like an accident or you'll have pawns to do the dirty work so it can't be traced back to you. This... This feels like someone who is trying to copy your work, but who isn't as familiar with your methods. Huh. I must say, I didn't expect to find this conversation to be so entertaining. Most of my... pawns, as you say, possess only average intelligence. Tired of being the smartest bad guy in the room? What about you? Sam and Burners are my friends, and they're gonna help me take you down. Oh yes, the football star and Sancho, who were easily led on a wild goose chase. You'll forgive me if I don't feel that threatened. You, on the other hand, have proven to be a formidable adversary. Yeah, I do what I can. I'm not accustomed to people in my way. And yet, you still wanted to talk to me. Yes, because you are the only one who believes I'm not behind the incident. So wait, you're hiring me? something I hate more than an obstacle in my way. It's an obvious amateur trying to duplicate my work. It's as much a crime as trying to sell a forged Ramirez as a priceless work of art. Yes, your name says it all. You are the master of pranks, and you've got an enormous ego to boot. And here I thought you understood me. No. I'll never understand you, or why you need to cause chaos and pain at my school. You might try and dress up your crimes as masterpieces, but they're just sick jokes you play on innocent people, including my friends. 
You tried to get them expelled, thrown in jail. You even tried to turn us against each other. I'd make you pay for that alone. I'm taking this case because you and I both know you're not behind the incidents today. But that doesn't mean I'm not taking you off your high horse later. So watch your back because I won't give up until I catch you. It's a good thing I've got help. And when we're done, you're going to be the one choking on defeat. There you are. I thought you were going to stay by the booth. Uh, sorry, I was taking a call. Is something wrong? Uh, yeah. While everyone is away from the booth, the Prankmaster stole Burner's project. Hmm. Hmm? Jenny steals my science project, and all you say is, hmm? The judging starts in ten minutes. If I don't have anything, I'll, I'll be disqualified. I am so sorry, Jamie. It must be awful for you to have to break your winning streak. Maybe. Mm, but maybe not. What do you mean, maybe not? Do you have a magic trick that can pull an extra beaker out of your hat? No. But I do have a magic trick that can pull a beaker from my backpack. Ta-da! You're serious? That's mine? Totally unbreakable, see? I snuck one in my bag before I, I, uh, made my call. Just to be on the safe side. Sorry about the chocolate stain, it's a little messy in there. Wow. Who knew you could come up with a good idea? Yeah, I'm gonna ignore that because I'm on a roll. Now, since the culprit doesn't know that Burners is still eligible for the contest, let's hide this beaker someplace safe and go find Jenny. That way, she can't cause any trouble for anyone else. Maybe I should stay behind to guard the speaker? You know, just in case? It'll be fine. Like I said, she doesn't know where you've got a spare. So, it'll be safe. We'd better split up again to cover more ground. Call on your phone if you spot Jenny, okay? Where is it? I know he hid it here somewhere. Looking for this? Oh, Mickey, you scared me. I was, uh... Worried that the beaker wouldn't be safe, so I came back to make sure it was okay. And since you're holding it, it's obviously alright. You know what I hate the most? More than anything? Liars. Yeah. I'd have to say that goes for me, too. Sam? Jamie? What's going on here? Sam, did you get it? Got it. You owe me, though. What are you talking about? Is this a joke? Oh, I guess you didn't know that Burners and I have taken up dumpster diving. It's more of a hobby, actually. I'm gonna need to seriously sanitize after this, though. I think a few things in there were radioactive. <clears throat> uh, oh, right. Guess what we found, Tracy? Look familiar? My project! You found it! Oh my gosh, how can I thank you? Don't thank us yet. One piece is still missing. I'd say it's about the same size as that device that sabotaged the chip machine, wouldn't you say, Burners? Only one way to check. Yep, it's a perfect fit. Jenny wasn't behind this, was she, Tracy? It was just you. How did you figure it out? We can't take all the credit. Mickey called us when we went to search for Jenny and asked us to check the dumpsters for anything that looked sciency. Once we matched your project with the charger we found, it was easy to put two and two together. I thought you could use the prank master to steal Burner's project and get first place, didn't you? You pretended you never even heard of the prank master, but you knew his name when we were examining the sabotage, and we hadn't even mentioned his name. You could have read about him in the Chronicle before it shut down, but you don't know his methods or how he works. The sabotage was clumsy and improvised. You probably did it on an impulse when I mentioned there hadn't been any explosions. 
it was sheer luck that Jenny was here too, but unfortunately for you, she doesn't do anything without her master's bidding. And she had no idea what we were talking about. Why, Tracy? I thought you are my friend. Friend? If you were my friend, you would have let me win once in a while. I work so hard all year on my projects, and you just finish it in a few months? This was my last year to enter before high school, but I knew no matter what I made, you'd still get first place. I saw the articles the Chronicler wrote about the Prankmaster. I knew if I could find a way to make it look like the Prankmaster stole Jamie's project, I could even the playing field. I sabotaged the chip machine so it would fit in with the Prankmaster's pattern and took Jamie's stupid beaker while the booth was empty. Just before the judging started, I was going to discover my project hidden by the dumpster, claim my first place trophy, and take my rightful place as winner. But you had to go and bring your stupid detective friends with you to mess everything up. It's not fair. You barely put in any effort, and you still win. You're wrong. Berners puts effort into everything she does. You think you've got it hard? She has to give all sorts of lectures, build gadgets for all these different contracts she has, not to mention schoolwork and tutoring and occasionally analyzing stuff for yours truly. I'm surprised she has any free time. Those rare breaks she does have, she spends making her projects for the science fair. Not because she likes winning or anything, but because it's fun for her. I just didn't think there was any other way to win. Oh, give it a rest. You want to feel sorry for yourself, fine. But don't you dare try and pretend this is not your fault, because it is. End of story. Now sit quietly until we can find someone to disqualify you. Still, she's got a point though, you guys. I mean, I'm way smarter than anyone here. It's probably not fair to enter if no one else can win. Hey. Don't ever feel guilty for being smarter than everyone else. I think it's cool you invent tons of high-tech stuff all the time. Yeah, we've all got our strengths. You're smart, and Sam can break a cinder block with her head and eat bugs without getting sick. That joke is getting so old, it's growing a beard. <laughs> Sorry. And hey, I mean, I don't know what I'm good at, except spouting random facts, but when I'm with you guys, I don't feel like the weird kid, because you like me the way I am. Huh? that was kind of sweet. Yeah. Even though, like, might be a strong word. <laughs> Come on, can't we end the episode on a happy note? I said all that nice stuff about you. What am I, a Hallmark card? Oh, okay. I guess despite the fact you guys both drive me nuts sometimes, you're actually the best friends I've ever had. Aw, group hug. The name is McKinney. Mickey McKinney. Thomas Edison once said something along the lines of, I have not failed, I just found 10,000 ways not to invent the light bulb. It's funny, Tracy would never know how close she could have gotten to achieving her goal if she hadn't tried to play dirty. And to me, that seemed like more of a failure than if she tried her hardest and come in second. But as I watched Berners accept her first place trophy for the third year in a row, it seemed to me that her victory was somewhat tainted by Tracy's deceit. Sam said later that she would have rather that the story ended some other way. Like it had all been some crazy dream brought on by too much candy, or the judges decided that this year everyone was a winner. Heck, who wouldn't have wanted a better ending to this story than the betrayal of a friend? Yeah, the only thing I could do now is hope that Burners will get over this soon, and know that whatever else happens, 
Do you mind? I just wanted to confirm that my name is clear from today's crime. Yeah, yeah, as far as this incident went, you're free and clear. Good. Expect reimbursement soon. Hey, this doesn't make us buddies, alright? I'm still gonna make you pay for everything else. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I'm serious! H hello Hello? Ugh, rats. Mickey McKinney, Competition in Chaos, was written and directed by Ruby Fink, with music by the talented artists of freesound.org. Faux Family Cast includes the voices of Lucas Guerrero as Mickey McKinney, Violet Fink as Sam Hayes, Leanne Labra as Burners, Lindsay Werner as Tracy Reed, CJ Longhammer as Chase Matthews, Hannah Edelson as Sydney West, Shayna Hammer as Jenny Wilson, and me, Zach Johnson, as your announcer. This recording, characters, and the situations within are the property of their author and creator and protected by copyright. So from all of us, to all of you, goodbye. Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or iHeartRadio today. There's eight different podcasts, one for each day of the week and genre, and the Mutual Audio Network broadcast feed so you don't miss a day of your favorite shows. Subscribe to Mutual Audio tonight. Good night.